please stop, I pleaded. My knuckles and wrists were swollen and bloody. Red welts covered my skin. I didn't know what was worse, the physical or the emotional agony. Old ghosts come back to haunt me. High school reunion. This is crazy. Why am I afraid? I'm behaving as if this is my first black tie affair. Hell, I've hosted parties for heads of state. Not only do I often mingle and make interesting conversation with some truly important people, but I am frequently in charge of those events and under pressure to ensure that every detail goes smoothly. This event is nothing compared to those evenings. Yet here I am, sitting in a rental car in a hotel parking lot in suburban Chicago where I grew up, scared to go to a party in my own hometown. I'm being ridiculous. It's just a high school reunion. There's nothing to be frightened of. They can't hurt me anymore. I'm successful now. I own a public relations firm. I travel widely and meet accomplished people. I work with famous authors and producers. I escape those bullies at school. I'm finally living what I used to dream about as an adolescent when I listened to Barry Manilow's hit song, I Made It Through the Rain, the anthem of the ugly duckling turned swan. Damn, who am I trying to fool? I'm terrified to get out of this car because I know inside the ballroom of that Hilton are ghosts from my past who still haunt me. When I second-guess myself at work, it isn't my own voice I hear in the back of my mind. It's the sound of my classmates from long ago, the very people who are gathered now less than 100 feet away from me, laughing at me, beating me down. They destroyed my self-worth so much that it's taken me 20 years to stop hating myself. If I walk through those banquet doors, is it possible that the confidence I've acquired since high school will dissolve into a puddle at my feet? What if who I am today, the life I'm leading now with all its challenges and recognition, is just a pose? What if that terrified teenager I used to be, the outcast who came home with cuts and bruises, is still hiding inside me. Will she come out if one of the popular kids stares at me oddly or snickers? Will my confidence desert me when I see those familiar faces that cost me such pain? Will it hurt so badly that I'll revert back to that insecure person who couldn't stand to look in a mirror because she loathed who she saw? What am I doing to myself? I'm not a teenager anymore. The people attending tonight's reunion are adults with children and jobs and grown-up lives. It's absurd to worry that they're going to gang up on me. I'm behaving like a neurotic twit. I've got to confront my fears. I'm not going to let memories of being bullied and picked on hold me hostage. I must get out of this car, walk across the parking lot, open those doors, and make an entrance. I must show everyone that I'm a sophisticated woman who doesn't even remember the events of high school, let alone allow herself to be affected by them. When they see me, I bet their eyes will pop.
No one expects me to attend. Or do they? Maybe they're curious to see what happened to the girl whose desperate pleas for acceptance kept them laughing semester after semester. Or worse, maybe they won't remember me at all. A colleague at the University of Chicago had told me that the biggest problem with school bullying is mass denial. She explained that bullies don't realize the pain they're inflicting can cause lasting emotional and psychological scars. Society says kids will be kids. As a result, the bullies get off the hook and later don't recall hurting anyone because in their minds, they were just being normal. Then they hear about a high school shooting and are as shocked as everyone else that one student would kill another. Kids who are popular may observe bullying.